0: Hello, and welcome to the show. I'm Jenna Morton.
1: And I'm Tosh Taylor. And we are back on Zoom today, but we are talking about shopping in person. Oh, yes. (laughs) Time to get back to shopping. Oh, my gosh. and selling. You must be, like, so excited, because this is, uh, if people don't know, uh, Jenna has about 85 jobs. This is job number 84. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Pretty accurate. Yeah, it is, it is. Jenna owns a consignment Business with uh, our friend Carrie, who's been on the podcast a few times, and um, it is just about a saving money uh, and b shopping. Yes. I need I need to get out and spend money. I actually I, I read something the other day that people at the moment are like almost revenge shopping. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because we feel yeah. like we've been cooped up for so long, and I'm like that. I'm like scrolling through things, all those like online. Um, yeah, uh, auctions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like, Oh yeah, I could spend $3 on those pants.
0: So <laughs> yeah, I could use that. I deserve that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh
0: yeah. Well, yeah, there's a whole psychology around that idea of, you know, that's, that's basically how the roaring twenties happen, right? It's the, that, that release of all the pent up anxiety and energy and everything else. Like, this is just like, yeah, there is this wave of, pent-up energy to get out and do things, to travel, to shop, you know, even, you know, travel, that's still a luxury. It doesn't, you know, There, there's things you can do at any budget, of course, but, you know, those big trips that you see some people taking that that's still not for everyone, but pretty much everyone can go shopping in some respect. And what we're talking about is definitely accessible to everyone because we're talking about consignment sale shopping, which is for anyone who doesn't know. So a consignment sale is like a pop-up mega family garage sale that is better than a garage sale because everything is organized, not by family that's selling it, but by size and by style. And the prices, the prices are there. They're on a price tag. You don't have to haggle. And I know some people love the haggle. They love (laughs) that part. You know, fine. Go Yard selling afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some of us don't like that part.
1: <laughs>
0: so some of us like to just look at a price tag and go, "Oh, yeah, you want two dollars for those pants? I'll give you two dollars for those pants." Absolutely, so
1: <laughs> absolutely.
0: Yeah. So yeah, we are very, very excited for everyone to be able to to get out. You know, we've been lucky enough with Grapevine Events, which is the company Carrie and I co own. Um, we have a venue that was big enough for our kids' sale, that we were able to continue it through the pandemic. We just kind of like timed it because we only do it twice a year. We do it in the spring and we do it in the fall. We were able to kind of time the waves and time the restrictions that we didn't actually have to stop having our kids' sale in St. John. And so that one's coming up at the end of April. Um, We did have to put our women's sale on hold because it took place in a smaller venue and it was just too hard to try to get that going with all the restrictions that were in place. And that one, we're still not sure exactly when it's going to, to come back. It's a little too big of a beast to just hop right on and be like, yeah, sure. Let's do that on a whim.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Which is super sad news because I love that sale, but it it doesn't mean it won't come back. Yes. (laughs) It's just,
0: you know, maybe that, something to look forward to in the fall. That, that, that one is a really fun kind of late fall event to do because you need to bring out all the Christmas stuff. And it, yeah, that, that part is really fun, you know, shop for Christmas dresses and all that, which hopefully people will be really excited for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other event that we haven't been able to have during the pandemic in our community is really the cornerstone of consignment sales, definitely in New Brunswick and almost really, I would say on the East coast now at this point, mm-hmm. and that's the Moncton multiple's consignment sale. So Carrie actually has been part of that sale since the very first day that it happened, which is like, well, with the pandemic now, that's probably like 14 years ago. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Carrie was one of the original organizers with Mon- Moncton multiples consignment sale. And it was based off a model that was being used in Halifax. So it's not, you know, this is not the first consignment mm-hmm. sale on the East coast, but the Moncton multiple sale really did grow to become the biggest sale out here on the East coast and back in. So I guess the last time we would have had that was 2019. I think the spring, cause yeah, we didn't, we had the fall 2019 sale. We didn't manage to have the spring 2020 sale because right. of the pandemic. And we haven't had one since. Um, but those last couple of sales that we had in 2019, um, we had 2000 shoppers, we had 250 families selling their items and, it just, it takes over two arenas at the Moncton Coliseum. We've had shoppers come, no word of lie. I have spoken to people from the Northwest Territories, no, who like arranged their vacation back home to come to the sale. I have <laughs> spoken to people from Newfoundland who have arranged their vacation back home wow. to be able to come to the sale. Quebec, like, PEI it was very there's there's still a large contingent of people who are coming over from PEI they've like their hotel room is booked they've already reached out about the sale that we're going to have this year so PEI Nova Scotia were always huge players in the population who came to the sale but we have had like people from basically all over Canada come to this event. Um, So yeah, we are so, so excited that it is able to come back uh, April 2nd at the Moncton Coliseum. It is going to happen again. It is soon. It was a very like, can we pull this off? We're just going to jump in and try to get it done. You know, the Coliseum is actually quite busy with all the trade shows and all these, you know, big events that are able to happen again, all of a sudden. So, you know, the RV show and the fishing show and all the, those big things. So there was a very limited window too, of when we could have the space to do it. So that kind of pushed the, uh, pushed the timing of it. And we're just, you know what, there's so much pent up energy and excitement that we need to try. And you know this is the only fundraiser that Moncton Multiples does, and we haven't been able to do it for two years. So it's really important for the organization as a whole to be able to get back on track with hosting this event. And the community really needs this. You know, it's it, it's a fundraiser for the organization, but it's really, I think, become an integral part of how families throughout the greater Moncton area would keep you know, their costs down when it oh, comes yeah. to fitting their kids in clothes and shoes and toys and everything else. And I mean, you know, with inflation and the prices of everything and supply chain issues, now more than ever, people are really turning to thrifting and consignment as, you know, a viable option, not just because they like the environmental aspect of it or not just because, you know, they have budget constraints, but just it's really the practical thing to do in so many respects.
1: And it just, I mean... Once you raise kids, maybe your first one, you're like, oh yeah, I'm not going to buy anything. I'm not going to have any hand me downs. And then you have a second kid, and you go, oh yeah, no way, no, I'm not. (laughs) I'm never buying anything new again. Especially in their first what two years of life, let's say, where they go through clothes so fast that you're buying stuff at the Moncton Multiple Sale that's brand new. Oh yeah, that you know has been worn one time, or you've got so many people that have given you gifts that you can't get these clothes on your kid or you have giant babies like I did. And I had all these newborn clothes that never fit my children. So (laughs) it really, um, it's such a great thing. And then I find, uh, even as my girls are getting older, like they're, you know, they're, they're almost 10 and seven now. And my kids are really different. I have a tomboy quote unquote, and, and a princess. So my princess the younger one doesn't want to wear the hand-me-downs from Mm -hmm. big sis anymore um so i have to all of a sudden i'm finding myself having to get a brand new wardrobe for her but i don't want to pay full price for it obviously no
0: no because she's gonna fit in it for maybe what four months
1: six months if you're lucky exactly exactly (laughs) these constant girls yeah (laughs) yeah
0: yeah. So, so yeah, it is. It's, it's just, it's so practical in so many ways. Like it's so much better for the environment to, you know, reuse things and, you know, stay away from fast fashion and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and just to know that you're helping another family, right? Like most mm-hmm. of the people who sell through the consignment sale, it basically becomes a break-even game, right? Yeah. Once yeah. you start to sell, you sell, you get your commission check and that's what you buy the next round of clothes with at the consignment sale, and it's mm-hmm. just this—it becomes this really beautiful cycle of just breaking even on yeah. having to buy all this stuff for your kids, which is
1: amazing, which is absolutely amazing. And I—I I know that it's spring, and uh, Halloween seems far off, but my kids are already talking about it, and that is one of the things that is always there—is a nice Halloween section too. Uh, mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. Like, you, like every you mentioned, season. Yeah. Yeah. Every <laughs> e- yeah, every season. But yeah, what what all um I guess categories will there be? Because there are different ones for the spring sale and the fall sale. So um yeah, because it's the first one back in two years, are we mashing everything together or keeping it? At separate? No, we're
0: still we're still sticking with the bring your spring and summer items. You know, so at this sale on in both sales, so both Moncton and St. John. Uh, for the mountain multiples consignment sale and the grapevine sale in St. John, you will f- not find a lot of heavy fleecy things. You're not going to find Christmassy things. You're not going to find snowsuits and splash pants. It- Sorry. You could find splash. You could, pants. Yeah. You won't find <laughs> snowsuits. Okay. Okay. You won't find winter boots. Like don- don't give us the stuff your kids just growing out yeah. of right now.
1: <laughs> hang on to that. <laughs> because for-
0: yeah. Just hang on to it f- for the fall. Like yeah. not-, not forever. Um, and we do know that, you know, yes, sometimes you want some of that stuff. I, I don't think you need snowsuits right now. I mean, I know it gets cold in Brunswick, but not that cold people.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is spring on Sunday. Yeah. Yes. yeah.
0: So, so yeah, but you know, the spring sale, instead of racks and racks of snowsuits, we have racks and racks of, um, swimwear, right? Swimwear is something that you'll find like the costumes. You'll always find swimwear. You'll always find costumes just how prominent they're displayed might shift between right. spring and fall, but okay. you'll find both those things. You won't find the heavy winter gear at the spring sale and in the fall. Don't bring shorts. Don't bring short sleeve shirts unless they're the older sizes or they're you know Halloween shirts or Christmas shirts that happen okay. to be short sleeve. That's fine. So we keep it seasonal in that respect. You won't find sandals in the fall sale just like you won't find winter boots in the spring sale, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but otherwise all the stuff is always there and everything, like I said, you know, there's categories for sports equipment, there's categories for swimwear, there's, you know, a rack for the costumes there, everything is divided by size. So from newborn right up until tween. So we take anything that you would find for sale in a youth section at a store. So, you know, with justice sizing that goes up to like size 1820 in mm-hmm. their youth sizes, it's all there. For the Moncton multiple sale on April 2nd, anything that is for babies up to kind of starting schools, size six is laid out on tables. Everything sizes seven and above is hanging on racks. Nice. So you can actually go through it. And so I th- there, there's a lot of reasons that happen, but one of the things that's really nice about that, um, as you start to have kids who are a little bit older, who are still keen to come shop for themselves mm-hmm. it's much easier to have your 10 year old stand there and look through the rack of clothes than to dig through the table um and so and then just yeah it, the bigger sizes don't work as well on the tables and we have racks now that we can hang them up so slowly we're transitioning to having a lot more things uh, hanging at the month to multiple sale which is really exciting as well
1: yeah absolutely and, and you're actually you're seeing that transition at frenchies now too the mm-hmm. the older kids bucket or basket or table or whatever is, is starting to be hung up more now as well. So um, there, there's an obvious reason for that. And I think you're right, like that, that age group, I know my oldest would definitely want to come look through, mm-hmm. but she, she's not going to be whipping through it. So that, that totally makes sense. So um, for anybody that doesn't know the Moncton multiple sale is not just for people with multiple children. Uh, by twins (laughs) triplets i mean yes Uh, because i know that that is a question that's been brought up before so i we should really address that i think um it is just a a fundraiser for your group yeah
0: so it's the monkton multiples group who puts on the event and so yes multiples means that you've had twins, triplets, or higher order of multiples, which to my knowledge, we don't have any members that have quads or more at this point, but you know, it's never out of the realm of possibility. (laughs) Um, We have several triplet families now, um, and obviously lots of twin families. So um, members of Moncton Multiples are the ones who organize the event, and Moncton Multiples receives 25% or so of the money that's made on the sale of the clothes. So 75% or more goes to whoever brought that item into the wow. event. Yeah. So it's it's a big fundraiser for our group, but the group actually doesn't take a huge portion of the money that comes through the door. The 75% at least, if not, it's usually closer to 80 and even a little bit higher goes back to the families who are taking part in the event and anyone can sign up to be a seller. You don't have to be amongst a multiple member to be a seller or a volunteer or a shopper or any of that the only thing that is associated with the group is we're the ones that organize it okay okay um so if people are listening and wondering about selling their items it's really kind of too late for the spring sale we had to pull this one off Super quick. I think in total, uh, it's about a six-week turnaround this time. When usually it's like months. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so
0: while we did open up to a few new sellers, uh, that process by the time you're listening or watching this, we're we're kind of getting too close to the end for that to happen. Um, if you are interested in selling, though, I would highly, highly, highly suggest that you come and actually see the sale mm-hmm. in person and how it's laid out and how it works. And you will be that much more prepared to sign up in the fall and join because there will be opportunities for families to join then. Um, same thing, volunteers, volunteer shifts are going to be pretty much taken up with people who have volunteered in the past um, people who are selling this time and Moncton Multiples uh, membership because they do get a chance to sign up for volunteer shifts before the general public. Mm-hmm. Um, we do always open it up to the general public, but those shifts are pretty limited <laughs> So um, again, by the time this comes out, there might be some, you check the Facebook page is the best place to get information Mm -hmm. about that. So if you just look up Moncton multiples consignment sale, in fact, if you go to facebook.com slash Moncton sale, we've had our social media for so long. That is our... (laughs) (laughs) We we have cornered uh, the term Moncton sale on social media, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Um, And the links are always there with the information for signing up to be a seller or to be a volunteer. If you do have uh, twins or triplets, or you're expecting multiples, you can reach out um, and find out about joining as a member. Um, people always want to know about the actual shopping and things are a little bit different this year for shopping. Mm -hmm. So perk your ears up and listen carefully. (laughs) And again, you can, uh, you will be able to find all of this on the Facebook page and you will also be able to find it on Eventbrite because we are selling admission in advance this time. Nice. So anyone who's come to the sale in the past will know that it can be a bit crazy. (laughs) A bit. A bit. Yeah. Um, we really, in the past, Monk to Multiple Sale was known for the huge, massive lineup that would happen starting at like 6 a.m., even though the doors didn't open till nine. So we're trying to curb some of that. Um, both in an effort to, to continue to space out shoppers, even though, you Mm -hmm. know, our restrictions have lifted in New Brunswick, there's, there's a fair number of the people who are going to be involved in this event who are vulnerable population for various reasons. And, you know, a lot of us just, we are not ready for those kind of crowds (laughs) even come April. So we are going to spread things out a little bit. So what's happening this time is we're, and we're also just trying to, to cut down on some of the congestion at the front door. So you're going to be able to buy your tickets in advance. If you are a Moncton Multiples member or you're expecting twins or more, uh, reach out to the Facebook page or to the Moncton Multiples group because there is going to be a special category for you to sign up at. Um, You're going to need a a code on the Eventbrite page to access that area because the Moncton membership does shop at 8 Mm -hmm. a.m. 9 a.m. is the first opening to the general public. Tickets for 9am shopping are going to be $8 per person, Mm -hmm. and there is going to be a limited number of them. There will be another group of tickets available at 10am, and those tickets will be $5 per person. And again, there'll be a limited number. At 11am, it goes back to the previous price, which was $2 per person. You can buy those online in advance, or you can pay at the door for that. Okay. So we do still have that option that if you're not comfortable using Eventbrite, you're not sure you're going to come, any of that, you can still come and pay at the door at 11am on April 2nd. And from noon to one, it's free entry. Okay. So it's, there, there's always going to be that option for free entry. There's always going to be some option uh, if we're taking cash to be able to pay at the door but it's going to be limited to that 11 a.m. and 12 a.m. slots for this time. And we're going to try it out and see how it goes and hope that that helps with some of the congestion, helps with just us being able to organize everything and have our volunteers there and able to get everyone into the building. Mm -hmm. And really, to be honest, the cost of doing this event has pretty much doubled over the course of the pandemic. And we need to pay yeah. for rent on the building. We need to pay for all the tables and the racks and everything else that it takes, the software that it takes to be able to do the, the printing for this, uh, for the price tags, all of those costs have gone up. And so we do need to find a way because this is a fundraiser and we need to find a way to cover that cost. So we're going to do it by, you know, increasing the admission, which we haven't done basically since the beginning. Mm -hmm. And we think that, you know, hopefully people will support that and that we've still left enough options that, you know, we we don't want cost to ever be a barrier for someone to come to the event. So, you know, if, if you're worried about that, like I said, uh, 11 AM it's $2 at the door, or you can buy them um, in advance if you want, or just come at noon and it'll be free.
1: Excellent. Excellent. I mean, it's such a great sale and I know a lot of people that will go first thing in the morning and then come back when it's free. So (laughs) just to double check, make sure you didn't miss anything the first round. So
0: yeah, that's the thing. People always kind of think they have to be first in line to get the good stuff. And, you know, it's, it's true that some of the bigger items and the things that there are less of, they will probably go quickly. Um, you know, a lot of the big outdoor items tend to go fast, although we've seen that shift a bit over the years. And after two years of pandemic, we're really not sure what it's going to be like for that anymore, but I can guarantee you that come noon, there is still hundreds and hundreds of options for Mm -hmm. clothing. If you need clothing for your kids, if you need toys and books, there is, there's still so much selection come 11 AM or noon that, you know, don't feel you don't have to feel that rush or feel like you're going to miss out if you can't come for some reason earlier in the day. And just so people are aware the, the volunteers who help out at the event, they do shop even before the membership. So I, I didn't even mention the time that they shop because that's a uh, you know, classified information. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I know but I just people myself, wondering. do I bring it up? Do I bring it up? Oh no, not? no. you yeah. know we
0: we are very transparent about the fact that the people who, you know, give their time to the organization to help this happen, those are the people who get the very first mm-hmm. chance to shop.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And like you said, you don't have to be a multiples parent to uh to be able to volunteer. I know no. that uh, a lot of my friends go and do it and I feel like maybe I did once too, but it could have been for one of your sales. It was one of your sales. <sighs> Yeah.
0: I think you only managed yeah. to volunteer at the women's sale one yeah, time. Yeah, I did. Yes. It was great. Yes. You've sold and yep. shopped at the other. <laughs>
1: All of them. Yeah, Yes. I, I go to as many as I can. And I honestly am like, oh, this is the same weekend as a basketball tournament for my oldest. So I'm out. Oh,
0: well, then you'll just have to come down to St. John at the okay. end of the month. <laughs> okay. I'm in. I love St. John. So-, <laughs> so do we. And we love that sale. That's a, oh, that's such a fun sale and such a fun location to do that one into. So yeah, at the end of the month, April- 22nd and 23rd um, exhibition park in saint john has the grapevine Kid sale which is the same kind of thing uh except for that one everything is hanging uh except for onesies the little snap shirts those are on tables everything else hangs at that event okay Uh, it's not quite as big in terms of sellers but it's still just as fantastic and we have we have a lot of um Loyal shoppers now who drive down from Moncton because they like the fact that it's a bit smaller and not as crazy. And of course, like the fact that it was still happening during
1: the pandemic. Exactly. Exactly. And who doesn't love a road trip? Anyway, well, yeah, St.
0: So. John is not far, and there's no. so much to do. And there's actually St. John. If you're listening to this because you are into thrifting and consignment, St. John is just chalk a block with places you can check
1: out. Really? <laughs> so
0: yes, yeah, uh, you know, come for the grapevine sale and make a day of it, and make your way around. There's oh my goodness, there's two or three places just like right near Exhibition Park that have amazing stuff. And then if, you know, make your way into uptown as well, there's some, you know, higher end boutique kind of things. There's just, there's so much consignment and thrift in St. John. You can easily make a fantastic little getaway, whether it's a a day trip or an overnight.
1: Love it. Love it. Okay. Perfect. Um, social medias for both of those that, uh, before we wrap up today, so people can Mm -hmm. follow and get some more info and maybe get themselves a volunteer spot.
0: Ooh, yes. (laughs) So Moncton multiples, you can find the Moncton multiples consignment sale on Facebook and Instagram. And the handle is actually Moncton sale for both of those and all the information, all the ticket prices and the ticket links and all that kind of stuff is on there and grapevine events. Uh, if you want to look for grapevine events, St. John, that's going to be the one that's going to take you directly to the event that's happening at the end of April down there
1: perfect well i love talking about shopping so (laughs) that's not something i ever thought i would ever say as uh, like as i was growing up because i hated shopping but now i live for it and it's mostly just to buy the kids stuff but anyway um i like saving money too so thank you that's it you see all those presents you're like
0: i got entire wardrobes for my
1: two three kids for what like two hundred dollars cost for like one new outfit at the store yeah (laughs) Exactly. 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 All right. Well we hope everybody has fun with this and we will see you again next week on the Jen Antos Show.